Welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice. I run an online transformational program for women navigating midlife, menopause, and beyond who want to rebirth their lives by reclaiming their sensual pleasure and tapping in to the power of their sexual energy. You see, your sexual energy is not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything. And from the Taoist perspective, midlife and menopause is called second spring, a spiritual and sexual rebirth where a woman realigns with her deepest desires and reinvents herself from the inside out. Learn more about my program, Second Spring Queen, with the link in the show notes. All right, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Hello there. Welcome back to the show. As always, what a privilege and an honor and um, just loving the fact that I can connect with you in this way. So welcome back. And um, yeah, I hope all is going well for you in your world. I know it's been pretty crazy and hectic for a lot of people. So I hope you're taking really good care of yourself and and riding the waves of change <laughs> as they come your way. It's been kind of crazy. We just turned the corner into, as I record this, we're turning the corner into the holiday season. And in the U.S., we usually kick it off with um, Thanksgiving. This is what we call Thanksgiving this Thursday, just a couple of days. So that's feeling kind of nice. We had our first snow this morning, which was really festive and beautiful, and getting ready to host a bunch of folks at my place. So I love to cook, so I, I think this is really fun. So we're just going to have some family, some friends, and... Yeah, just kind of take a moment, right? Relax, chill, and connect. Going to go for a hike too. It'd be really awesome. All right. So in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about our sacred sensuality and the pleasure revolution that's happening. Now, you may not have known that there's a pleasure revolution happening and that you are a part of it if you listen to my podcast, because if you are doing the work to connect with your sensuality, if you're interested in pleasure and the themes I talk about, you are a part of that revolution. So now you know, you are a renegade. (laughs) You are changing the world. So our sacred sensuality, right? I know you've heard me say this before, but I do believe this is sacred. I think that this is um, a portal in to the sacred, um, specifically the sacred feminine right? It's not in um, evolution as in up and out, like a transcendence. It's more of a path of involution, of down and in, of coming into the body and doing the healing work of uh, integrating any blocks to allowing our essence, right? Our soul's essence, our unique essence to flow freely in the sacred container of these bodies, and that's a big part of my work. And whether you identify um, as as a male or a female or non-binary, it's like, I believe this is sacred regardless. This essence wants to come into form. And we are the vehicle. We are the vehicle for this, this energy, this essence. Another word for this, I, I think, is love, right? This embodied love that wants to happen through us, this unique expression. Um, so yeah, the body 
is a portal into that, like really coming in spirit into matter is what we're talking about rather than um, a transcendence of up and out, right? Uh, getting off the wheel, so to speak, or getting some kind of spiritual reward after we do our work here. This approach is more about down and in of bringing spirit again into matter to joyously live our lives in gratitude and celebration in connection and in pleasure. And the erotic is a big part of that, right? Really embracing our sexual energy as sacred and as something that we can cultivate in a spiritual practice as a yoga um, is, is just my view on things. And, um, and beautiful things can happen when we really take that on, right? When we just do the work to start to create more inner harmony within ourselves, really healing those parts that might be at war with each other within ourselves. We all have them. And I do want to say this is not about being perfect by any means. We are here. We're humans. So there's always going to be that conflict that we're working on. That's why I like to think of it as a yoga practice, right? There's never a day where you're like, I've got it, right? <laughs> just, it's an ongoing practice and you can have epiphanies and then you're like, wow, where did that go? I feel like I'm back at square one. That happens to me all the time with this work, right? With the work of cultivating orgasm and pleasure, even though I've been doing this really long time and it's brought tremendous benefit to my life, there is still that expansion contraction thing that happens, right? Uh, having, a, again, epiphanies. Oh my gosh. And then, wow. Okay. Wow. Oh, there's another layer of, of healing that I, that I want to take on. So. Yeah, that's definitely, I, I want to really steer us away from this kind of uh, spiritual perfectionism that I think a lot of us have taken on. I know I, I can go there, so I have to be vigilant with myself to not try to be perfect, right? Like, or to think I should be perfect and then I'll be good. You're good already. You're more than enough right now, just as you are. It's beautiful and and whole and perfect, right? You don't have to be perfect. You are perfect. And um, I really feel like our souls have signed up to, to explore this realm and do some work and do some inner harmony and alchemizing, if you will. But um, I really want to uh, draw attention to that tendency of um, trying to purify ourselves to the point of perfection. I think that's toxic, right? So yes, I believe that this is a sacred, sacred path. And when we enter into this place, we just become more present. And on that note, I just want to share one of my favorite quotes on this topic by a psychologist counselor. I think she has a PhD in psychology. She wrote a book called The Pleasure Zone a while back. It's been out for quite some time, but her name is Stella Resnick. And this is, I think, such a brilliant quote. She says, the best thing about sensual pleasure is that it awakens us to the present moment the vividness of the experience takes us out of our heads where we can get lost in our fictions and moves us into our bodies where we feel more fully alive. I just love that. <laughs> just, I just love that. I feel like, yeah, that is just so spot on. 
And I love how she brings in, like, we get lost in our fictions, right? When we get into our head, our lizard brain, our um, self-defeating, self-limiting beliefs, and those loops start. We just really get disconnected to our sacredness. We get off track. We get, um, and again, it's fine. We all do it. We're human. Again, don't blame yourself. We all have that. Um, I shouldn't say have those days. We have those moments in every day, right? To be honest. But when we can come back to our senses, come to our senses, literally, I find that it can eventually just give us more power in landing in our sensual bodies where we can, you know, get out of the fiction of the mind and come into the body where we feel more fully alive. And the natural byproduct of that is gratitude. And this is great because right before Thanksgiving, it's for the people in the U.S. here, where there's a big emphasis on hashtag gratitude, which is a beautiful thing. And yet, if it stays in our head, it becomes just kind of a thought, right? And what our sensuality does, it brings us into the body where you could actually experience what I like to call visceral gratitude, like where you don't have to try to be grateful or I don't know if you do this to yourself. I definitely have done this to myself in the past when I had my gratitude journal, almost like shooting on myself. Oh, I should feel more grateful about that. And that's not the point. That's actually toxic, right? I know you've experienced that. So it, this is more about letting the body bring us home to pleasure. And gratitude is just a natural, again, occurrence that comes from that. It just comes up just like a beautiful spring inside and you could probably experience that right now if you just recall an experience where you felt a lot of pleasure this could be out in nature right this could be enjoying an amazing meal or a beautiful glass of wine or something just kind of bring yourself there with your imagination and let it come alive in your senses i do this all the time with clients Will you just let this experience come alive? Like, really go there. What are you seeing? Who's with you? What's around you? What's the landscape? And what are you hearing? Is there music? Are there sounds of nature? Is there a smell, a taste? Like, let it just come alive. Give it some space, right, to come alive in your body. And then give it some space with your breath. Just breathe it in as if you're breathing in an intoxicating nectar of a flower, like a scent of a rose or something. And let it come alive in your body and just notice the gratitude that comes up naturally, right? And that's sacred, right? Every every religious tradition, I think, in the world has had some kind of gratitude emphasis. So gratitude is definitely a thing. I think how we engage with gratitude is important. And um, the more we can bring it into the body the more we anchor it in this world, in our world, in the world, and it definitely changes the world around us, right? It's a really powerful way, changing the world through pleasure, right? Coming into your pleasure, you just feel more alive, you're more grateful, you're joyful, you're creative, you're you're tapped into your genius, your genius zone. And that affects everybody that you come in contact with. And even people you don't come in contact with, I'm a big believer in that. We're changing the frequency of the planet the more of us that do these kinds of practices. 
which brings me to the pleasure revolution or a nickname I have for this is the Venusian revolution. Venus, the planet Venus, goddess of love and beauty. So I think beauty is a big part of it too. Um, yeah, we are in the midst of so much change. And um, I don't, again, I don't want to get too heady with the astrology because this podcast is not about astrology, but you can look up the details um, with some astrology scholars if you like. But we um, we've been having this transit, we call it in astrology, where the outer planets are doing a dance together. And the, dan- the dance I'm talking about here, there's a couple of things going on, major things. But the one I want to talk about here is the planet Uranus. That's how I pronounce it. I know there's many different pronunciations, or a few different pronunciations, but Uranus, the planet of liberation, of freedom, of revolution, of radical change, of shift of assembly point, um, can be pretty volatile energy. Uranus likes to change and is the planet of genius and also spiritual insights and clarity and intuition too. But Uranus is in the sign of Taurus and has been for a while now. So Taurus, the sign, one of the signs ruled by the planet Venus is about our value, is about um, cultivation, the cultivation of the earth, our food, our nourishment in that way of what we cultivate. And also it's about our sensuality, our embodiment, how we care for our bodies and our pleasure. This is our sacred connection to the beauty of nature, the sacred connection to the beauty of ourselves and others, and how we can connect by dropping in to pleasure, right? So these are ancient goddess mysteries. And so the planet Uranus, again, radical change, wants to shake things up, wants to wake us up. The Great Awakener is another nickname for Uranus in the sign of Taurus, the archetype of Venus in her sensual um, expression of pleasure um, is being squared. Okay, so here comes the dance. Square just means like a, um, a tense tango, like there's passion, there's tension, there's something that wants to be integrated, a bit of a um, power struggle, if you will. So Saturn is in the sign of Aquarius, which is about liberation as well, freedom. So it's the sign ruled by Uranus. So Saturn is the planet of rules, regulations, it's top-down authority, it's institutions, it's our systems. Yes, it's also about our 3D reality and the containers that we create to do our lives in 3D. Like our spirit comes into matter, right? And then we have this 3D world we have to deal with. Saturn is here to help us find the right structure, the right containers to make that happen, right? To anchor our essence on the planet, to anchor whatever sacred work we want to do on the planet. We need the right container structure system, right? So these two are like, (laughs) and I'm calling this a pleasure revolution or Venusian revolution, if you will, because there's an emphatic um, urgency. There's always an urgency with a square to embody, right? That Uranus and Taurus really have a revolution around our pleasure, our sensuality. And with the Saturn piece, there's an urgency to find the right structures that can hold space for that to exist. Because let's face it, patriarchy has not made it safe for sensual pleasure to exist in the way that I think it's designed to, or that's sacred. 
So this is exciting stuff, right? So this is a very revolutionary energy that's been happening been going on. And we may be feeling it very intensely on Christmas Eve, which is the third time since this started that it has been exact, right on the exact degree. So anyway, that is happening. And in addition to that, without getting too heady here, we have the nodes of the moon that are changing from the signs of Gemini and Sagittarius, where they've been throughout this whole year, almost year and a half now, um, moving into the signs of the North Node in Taurus and the South Node in Scorpio. I'll try to just um, put this in a nutshell, just as a little, a little nugget here. But the North Node, you can think of it as the head of the dragon or where we're going collectively is how I've heard it described. And the South Node is kind of where we've been, but also kind of like whatever we're releasing, maybe letting go of shedding to some degree. So with Taurus leading the way here uh, on the collective, there's going to be just more of um, an awareness, a collective awareness around all themes, Taurus, of pleasure, sensuality, Venus, beauty, all those things that we talked about. And, um, you know, moving away from, say, the headiness of Gemini and all the information into a much more um, embodied place, a much deeper emphasis, I should say, on embodiment, I would say that we're heading into that. And these um, this change of the nodes happens every year and a half. So this will be, this theme will be happening for about a year and a half, starting in January, January 18th, I believe the exact day where it changes over. So that's pretty exciting too. It just feels like that's already happening with this, this other uh, square aspect I talked about. When you think of things, and I was speaking to a close friend of mine about this, about say just the... Um, the series that came out on Netflix that Goop did, that Gwyneth Paltrow did on sex and sex, love and Goop, I think it was called, right? Sex and intimacy. I think that was just such a beautiful series. First of all, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. But it's I just like, um, I think it's, it's uh, kind of a messenger in a sense of what's, what's to come. I think the collective, more and more people, certainly not everybody, but a lot of people are, ready to have these conversations, are really ready to get real about intimacy and pleasure and connection and do the healing work that we all need to do. And it's ongoing to get more richness in our lives in this way and to view that as a sacred thing, right? To really be able to run our energy and to share that with another, to share that with nature is, I I think, sacred function. So, yeah, so I hope I didn't um, overwhelm you with the astrology. I just think it's nice to put it like in a context, especially this time of year. December is going to be a wild ride for astrology. And, um, you know, you just want to, I, I feel like when in doubt, say if you look up some stuff and it gets a little alarmist and you're getting triggered, understandably, you know, um, I would say just as much as you can come back to your embodiments, come back to your sensual, come to your senses, <laughs> Great. come to your senses, look around you, look for beauty, not for what's broken, right? Just look and see what's beautiful and drink it in. You don't want to focus on what's crumbling and falling apart. The old way is crumbling and falling apart. We don't have to be involved in that. What our job now is to get into the frequency of what we want to create, your creatrix. You want to get in the frequency of the world you want to live in. You want to get in the frequency of embodying 
the woman you came here to be, you know? So just, yeah, play with that. Whenever you see yourself getting caught in the drama of the news, because there's going to be shit happening, you know, we're going to see it and it's going to be stressful at times. Come back to your body, come back to your pleasure. Just literally put your hands on your body. Give yourself a hug, take a deep breath, take in a deep smell, you know, and um, listen to beautiful music and come attend to your senses. I think um, you'll be really surprised at the power that you find from that and the peace that you find from that. All right, I'm going to cap it there. You have a beautiful week whenever you're listening to this, maybe weekend, and um, I'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm saying here on the show and you want to learn more, you want to go deeper, you want to know if my work is the right fit for you, set up a free Pleasure Queen activation session. There I'll share with you a body-based practice to connect with your inner Pleasure Queen and you'll know if this is a good fit or not. The link for that is in the show notes. And if you have a woman or women in your life that would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please share the love and pass it along. All right, that's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.